Welcome to another episode of the DYP Expert Talks and this time we have somebody who is really really good with the business thing the whole thing where everyone is starting to build businesses scaling up talking about how do i start a business we have somebody who's really really good at this and he's one of the leading business coaches in india he's a best selling author of the book lead or bleed rings a bell and he's also a great friend of mine he's also somebody whom i have learned from Let's welcome Rajiv Talreja on board with our DYP Expert Talks, and I'm super, super honored to actually do this with you and to get your insights on this whole understanding on marketing and how you know people need to build a reputation through the idea of hygienic marketing. You talk a lot about this in your programs as well, so I thought you know why not we just you know get into this whole thing into a conversation and understand this further. So Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, Deya, for having me here. It's a pleasure. No worries, Rajiv. It was great. It's absolute pleasure to have you on board, and you know nothing like hearing it from you. So I just wanted to just begin this whole thing by understanding how did you start your entrepreneur journey? Like, how did it all begin? You know, what was your story? Just tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think multiple factors led uh, me to becoming an entrepreneur. I uh, shared this during. my base program as well that i'm an entrepreneur not by choice actually by force uh, my father was a traditional uh, sindhi businessman running retail stores in bangalore and uh, through my college days he used to ask me to come to the retail store post my college uh, time was over and i used to absolutely hate that experience because i thought uh, my freedom was being stolen but uh, later i realized that uh, those years that i spent at the retail store selling from across the counter were the definitive years uh, which have contributed to my skill sets in whatever mm-hmm. i do in business today mm-hmm. uh, and it was uh, in my final year of bcom when i was looking at a typical indian career path where you get placed from campus you work for 2 years in a large corporate then you do your mba from a top b school then look at a job overseas yeah. where you yeah. make money in dollars mm. spend in rupees and then you mm. come back to the country at the age of 40 watch the movie swadesh three times so <laughs> patriotic and start your own business that was that was a career path in my head um the but uh, when i was in my final year of college and i was looking at campus placements and i got a job off campus my dad looked at me and said uh, you be the biggest fool on the planet if you take that job you should start your own business if mm. they are willing to pay you x amount of money it only means that you're way more valuable than that so he said you need to start your own business so in a sense i'm an entrepreneur by force i'm blessed to have a father who could see the entrepreneur within me and push mm-hmm. me uh to start up so that's one angle of the story the other angle of the story also was that um, i was a law aspirant and not many people know this Oh, so okay. i was uh, wow. pursuing an admission in the national law school of india university based out of bangalore which is asia's number one law college so i wrote my exam after 12th just as a, a random drill and i went and played kon banega karodpati where you select a b c d options oh, so i was not too serious on that uh, but then the next year when i took up bcom uh, in christ i knew uh, everybody around me had a career plan someone looking at chartered accountancy someone looking mm. at mba mm. and i was clear that's not my path so as people ask me what are you looking at i said law 
and um, i then joined these law school tutorials and prepared really hard for during the first year of my bcom journey uh, and i wrote the exam the next year i missed the admission by 0.25 marks Wow! Um, Why? I mean, what? Is they it, they, it they really take fifty-six people in general merit. Oh. I was ranked number fifty-seven. Five thousand oh. students used to write that exam back then. So the next year, again, my second year of BCom, I pursued law, uh, and I was kind of preparing for the law school entrance exam again. I thought this time I would crack it for sure. That's the year I fell in love with my wife Bhakti, the, of course back then my girlfriend, and then I started calculating. Five years law school. Uh, if I go, then she's gone. Uh, oh God! So, uh, I think I think that also plays a role. There is uh, too much planning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was too much planning. I was like, okay, <laughs> should I choose the girl or should I choose the career? I, I'm I'm glad I made the wise decision. Yeah, you of, chose the um, right thing. Underperforming yes. in my law school exam the next year, I intentionally left twenty marks <laughs> and walked out. Uh, so the pressure was there that you got to, you left gone of such a big opportunity. You possibly could have cracked that exam. You should have attempted those twenty marks more. so all that pressure led to uh this this responsibility that you got to make something meaningful out of your life uh and that's how i became an entrepreneur so i think awesome that's like wow i mean that that is like from where to where like literally yeah. i think it was like a proper story i think a few things i didn't even know about you you know you just told me all this yeah. which is amazing i mean so okay so when you actually started out okay now you you said okay you became an entrepreneur and you know it was not by choice but when you started out um what made you realize that you needed to market yourself as a business coach like to you know to position yourself as a business coach in the industry so you so, said your dad had you know told you create something that you know is meaningful and all that but what else what actually made you start marketing yourself around that i think my realization about marketing actually happened 8 years after being an entrepreneur so for the first 8 years the only thing i would do when we set up quantum leap as a corporate training company mm-hmm. was we would make telecalls to hr managers and training managers and lnd managers of large corporates and through cold calling and through consistent follow up we would get appointments when we would go for appointments we would showcase the kind of trainings we do offer free demo sessions to these corporates so for the first 8 years it was a very slow boring approach of marketing mm-hmm. very traditional approach of marketing right. didn't even understand what marketing was doing this itself we generated over 110 corporate clients in the first 8 years of quantum leap as a corporate training company okay. now to the world that 110 corporate clients sounds very impressive but i can tell you it was a it was a huge struggle because when you take that approach of cold calling you're not valued for who you are and mm-hmm. what you can bring to the mm-hmm. table you are seen like just another trainer and there's Maybe plenty right business yeah so, yeah what used to happen was the price point at which we were doing trainings was peanuts people used to after attending our training say you guys are amazing but no corporate ever used to increase the price because we were amazing because they've locked us into a deal at the time of uh, empaneling us as a vendor i think it was after 8 years of being an entrepreneur uh when i started realizing that hey we are undervaluing ourselves Mm-hmm. Uh, we are very good we are amazing at what we do we are getting 9 out of 10 feedback out of every program our clients love us but it's because we have not marketed ourselves well to them we don't have that bargaining power we don't demand or des- get the price that we truly deserve so it was in 2014 where i realized that hey you know what uh we need to do something different we need to tell our story differently 
we need to add value to people and more than anything i think we need to look at marketing as a responsibility and i say this to entrepreneurs mm. if you're good at what you do marketing is a responsibility absolutely because otherwise you'll yeah. end up underselling yourself yeah yeah so i think yeah. my realization came actually 8 years okay. after being in the industry mm-hmm. wow okay so then which means to say that okay there was a whole journey that got you to actually figuring it out that you know marketing is something like a responsibility for everything and what is your take in terms of um, like now suppose if it's a new entrepreneur somebody who's just starting out so what would you tell them if they had to become an a hygienic a hygienic marketer not like just a marketer who is just doing whatever you know getting the work done because most people what they think is that okay i just need to market myself and get done with it you know like they they don't have that thing of becoming it becoming a responsibility or you know So what is your take on that? So when when I work with entrepreneurs and especially newer entrepreneurs mm-hmm. one of the things that I say is that hey you need to put some kind of proactive and consistent effort into marketing yourself it could be social media it could be uh joining a referral network organization like right. BNI it yeah, could like be okay. uh participating in exhibitions and expos it could be uh listing yourself on search engine platforms like just dial or google search or whatever i believe every entrepreneur needs to take proactive and consistent action in the activity of marketing because otherwise your business runs on word of mouth and when okay. your business is depending on word of mouth uh word of mouth is great it's a bonus but it means that you're doing good work therefore certain people are willing to trust you with their family and friends mm-hmm. but word of mouth you cannot control how many leads you'll generate on a weekly and a monthly basis you cannot predict on project what will be the inquiry generation of your business so marketing is like a foundational activity for any entrepreneur having said that a lot of entrepreneurs misunderstand marketing and advertising uh for me marketing is adding value and engaging people advertising is self promotion and i've seen yeah. a lot of people they end up going and advertising themselves saying hey this is me this is who i am this is my product this is my service is can you add value to them Hmm. Now based on your business you need to look at is education the right method of marketing doing yeah. videos building yeah. youtube channels creating webinars that's one marketing strategy the other theme could be entertainment can entertaining hmm. your clients be a marketing strategy if you're running hmm. a coffee shop then what can you do as an engagement event where people are getting entertained probably can you have a burger eating competition is all about value addition it's about yeah. how you can showcase your expertise or engage your client in a manner where they trust you they like hmm. you they respect hmm. you, and they want to inquire from you so i feel every entrepreneur needs to figure their own channel out it's not a one size fits all game one one size fits all yeah that's true and that is something i think a lot of especially new entrepreneurs need to understand that because they feel if this one is doing i should do the same thing you know yeah. that's there's like a whole trend now they have a trend of webinars they have a trend of you know whatsapp classes we have a trend of everything but then people don't really get the point that they have to you know kind of see what works for their business and their you know goal in the end right so that's what it is so coming to that okay what would you think i mean okay it might not as we said okay not everything works for every business but what are the best marketing strategies or the practices that is working in today's time because things are changing and you know business is changing the way we do business also is changing so if i have to break that down there i would rather give people like three questions to answer because based on those three questions uh uh how they market changes the first question okay. is 
obviously who is your target customer you got to break it down from a demographic as well as psychographic point of view mm-hmm. what is their what is the age gender profession occupation educational background income location of your target customer uh because if you think everybody is your customer then nobody is your customer so fun is knowing exactly who's your target who's customer your target and in that okay. segment who has the money who has the authority and who has a need because mm-hmm. if you're offering your products or services to somebody who does not have the money they will obviously keep singing the song yeah. of i don't have money and you lose confidence in your yeah. product then yeah yeah so you need to figure out who has the money who has the authority to make a decision and who has a need for your product or service so the first element of marketing starts with knowing who your customer no, is no yeah okay okay once you know who your customer is then you need to know what channel is that customer available on hmm. uh, is your customer available on facebook is your customer available on instagram is your customer available on linkedin is he available or on youtube or is YouTube. your customer okay. available on whatsapp or is your customer not available on any of these digital platforms and they are available in an apartment complex or is your customer available in a um in a, sc- a school or a college or an academic institution or in a particular industry body or an association or a business network you really need to know what is the right channel because i'll tell you what's happening with uh social media and digital media picking up a lot of people for whom even though their business uh the, even though social media is not a relevant platform or channel for their business because of this fomo because of this fear of missing out they are going and spending money learning digital marketing they are going and spending money giving projects to agencies to handle their digital marketing accounts but it's leading to nothing i nothing. mean they're getting 10000 mm-hmm. likes mm-hmm. by doing a paid like campaign and you have sexy Kalma, salma and two cool <laughs> rahul who like your pages that's not your audience right <laughs> so true yeah so you need to know what where is my customer available so it starts yeah. with who is my customer second is the channel where channel. is my customer available where do you find them hmm. and then the content Then what will suit my product my service and my customers liking mm. and interest will it be education uh, will it be entertainment will it be some kind of engagement so will it be videos webinars uh, and youtube channels will it be podcast shows where i'm interviewing people will it be writing blog articles where i'm educating people will it be creating infographics will it be partnering with influencers so I think marketing is a science of these three C's: the customer, Amazing. the channel, and the content. Content. You need to nice. know what adds value to your audience. Great, great. I mean, that's awesome. And I think this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs need to know that you know it's about it's not about the FOMO. It's yeah. not about you know just going and putting it out there. This one saw it. I put. I got ten thousand likes. Now I'm doing well. Yeah. Just because a person has a number of likes or subscribers doesn't mean they're doing well. It's just yes, that absolutely. only when somebody converts and somebody actually sees the value of your product is yeah. what Rajiv is saying, right? That you know, it's more about what you put out there and how are you helping them in the process, right? So that's the whole thing about marketing. Great, thanks so much for sharing that, Rajiv. That was like really, you know, like insightful that way. Okay, so they say marketing builds one's reputation in the industry. What is your take in the power of reputation building like in terms of good marketing? I feel marketing is necessary in building that impression and that first impression. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it's marketing is a door opener. When you market yeah. yourself well, it helps you open doors. Now once the door is open, what you do depends on your capabilities, depends on your strengths and you better be good at it because otherwise uh uh it can be equally brutal if you're not mm-hmm. good at what you do and you're not marketing yourself. So mm-hmm. I think um the stages of reputation building for me 
would be first create a reach uh, then create a result and then create a recall so nice. marketing helps in building the reach first it helps you open the door with the right people then your work your operational work whatever you do your product your service that helps create uh, the result for your client and that really earns you respect and then the more you repeat the reach and result aspects your recall becomes high and then you become a brand so for me reputation building is these three stages and i say both marketing <laughs> as well as your operations whatever you do they are like your two legs both mm-hmm. have to move coordination yeah, yeah. there are some people yeah. who who are only limping on operations they are good at what they right. do and they say my work will speak for me well there's too much noise in the world for your work to even be heard yeah. so today you got to speak for yourself and your work has to speak for you so marketing has to happen and operations has to fulfill the promise simultaneously yeah it's yeah. a simultaneous process according mm-hmm. to me reputation mm-hmm. is that nice nice so when it comes to this when even comes to these upcoming entrepreneurs when it when they have zero marketing skills you say you know they only focus on operations they don't focus on marketing per se so yeah. what would be the five logical steps that an entrepreneur should take or maybe even a coach or trainer anybody who's you know starting out with just absolutely zero marketing skills because let's understand the fact that in our entire industry whether you know people are starting out on their own or they're working under somebody or whatever it is or they're building a business there is something that is lacking in terms of marketing there's this fear you know so what can you you know kind of work around in terms of the five steps to make it logical enough for any entrepreneur to take forward so i would say firstly it again um I'm saying this at the risk of sounding repetitive but it goes down to knowing who exactly your audience is mm-hmm. and once you know who your audience is you need to break down what are the audience's needs what are the audience's desires what are the audience's problems pain points fears fantasies you got to break that down you literally have to list this down once you've listed the audience needs desires problems pain points fears and fantasies then as a person offering a particular product or service you know how you can fulfill that need you know what you can do to educate them to solve their problem or solve their pain point or help them overcome their fear so that's your content hmm. now that content you need to identify what's the medium that you're most comfortable with is it making videos is it making infographics and posters is it make writing blogs is it doing podcasts on it So you need to start the process of creating content, and in this process of starting to create content, one really has to develop these skills. See, everybody knows you can build a YouTube channel. Everybody knows today you need to make videos because videos is the most consumed content. But it's a skill. Yeah, there are yeah. templates. There are structures. So you got to commit to yourself to build those skills. Hmm. I would say know your audience, decode, break down their needs, desires, problems, pain points, then develop the skills for. these various mediums of writing blogs or doing podcasts or making videos uh so de- or designing infographics learn the skills mm-hmm. once you've learned the skill then start by uh start by taking action consistently a lot of people do one video and then they say i did one they video stop. nothing happened yeah, yeah. i'm like yeah. do you know what happens when you do one video nothing happens you know what happens when you do 10 videos nothing happens you need to do at least 100 videos for something, something to happen yeah right yeah so consistency would be the step number 4 once mm. you've de- developed the skills be consistent mm. and uh, the biggest enemy of consistency is the need to be perfect 
Oh, absolutely. This yes. is where people judge themselves, saying, "No, my videos are not that great. No, my blogs are not that great. No, my podcasts, I can't hear my own voice." To hell with all of that. Perfection mm-hmm. kills action. You got to understand. Absolutely. This is a game of consistency first, and then quality. Hmm. So consistency would be the fourth step. The fifth step would be quality, where you nice. start building a peer group, a group of honest people who can give you authentic feedback, where they can tell you, "Hey, that video sucked." Huh? You didn't even look at the camera, and it was not you. It was not natural for you to do what you did. You need that kind of critical feedback from people who genuinely care and have an eye. So having a coach or a mentor, a personal coach or a mentor, would really very help. Very important in yeah. that area. Yeah, once especially you, in the in the quality part, right? The absolutely. content quality part. Yeah, yeah. So once you start improvising the quality, then the game is of quantity and reach. That's mm-hmm. when you start spending nice. money on increasing the reach. So I think if someone goes through this cycle. The, there's no reason why they won't create the right reach and impact as long as they have the substance. They have the substance, yeah. But okay, now there's a whole process behind this. But then, what about people who say, "Oh, I don't know how to take action." So how do you tell them to take action? You know, in the process, like they say, like how you said, right? We hear this very often that I've done one video, nothing happened. She told me to do five videos, nothing happened. So now, what's the whole point? So why? How do you kind of get somebody to take action? Is it because it's the goal? or is it something that you know they can be done like on a step by step process yeah so i think the perspective that's missing largely in entrepreneurs today be it trainers and coaches who are creating content on social media or mm. entrepreneurs who are looking at building a personal brand is that they are looking at doing marketing as a as a step like i need to do marketing so i get these leads mm. i'm saying mm. that paradigm worked 3 years back Yeah. Today that doesn't work. Today you got to do marketing because you got to do marketing. Correct. Because if you are not marketing, you have no social assets. You have no social presence. Hmm. Nobody knows who you are. So you got to do marketing for the sake of doing marketing. See, you may be doing videos on LinkedIn today. Hmm. You may not be getting inquiries out of that video. But tomorrow, when you are sitting face to face with a corporate client and you are pitching yourself, that client would like to go back and refer to and someone. Refer. Exactly. Or you would yeah. want to. probably send a couple of links to the Correct. client and say hey check out my youtube channel or check out my linkedin profile i do a lot of content so it's not necessary that the content you put out or the marketing that you do gives you a result while you put it out but it's like building social assets and if you Absolutely. don't build those social assets mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. then here's what will happen you then you will be that person who missed out on the real estate boom you know there was a generation so in true. 1990s yeah. Yeah. Who invested in real estate, and then there was another generation that thought, "Oh, this place is so far. Who will buy a plot over there?" And today they take their kids to those localities, and they say, "Beta, I saw this house in 1990, and it was offered at three lakh rupees. Today it's five crores." And your son feels like killing you. He's like, "What yeah. a pathetic financial! What kind of pathetic financial decisions you made? You don't want your children to say that to you about social media tomorrow. You want to build those assets today." True. Okay. Very true. Nice. often say i'm late they hmm. say is it, it is it too late to start i say it's late to start but do you want to delay it further and be later or do you want to start right now uh, wow that's that's, really that's that. powerful yeah yeah i mean that's that's straight away you know i mean i mean if if you're watching this you're watching this video i would really like you to ponder about this okay if you're an entrepreneur trainer or coach you should really ponder about this and say okay if now if not now then when you know when are you going to actually take things forward and build your presence online which will actually get people coming to you eventually you know that's what that's what you want right so 
um let's just get into the fun part what are your top 3 influencers or mentors who have actually you know got you to where you are and what have you learned from them uh i think for me my 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 biggest influence comes from one sidra jafri she's been my spiritual mentor and coach um and she had the most most deep impact on my life she literally changed the trajectory of my life she was my energy healer and my coach she's no more we lost her in march 2020 and uh, then of course is blair singer uh he's truly the master of masters and i think he features in the list of anybody who's a somebody in amazing this amazing guy industry. really uh, amazing trainer yeah i think what i got from blair was the power of authenticity and just a skill set of how do you facilitate mm-hmm. uh, transformation in the lives of people uh and i would say the third most important mentor or influencer in my life has been my life coach ashlesh rao uh he's one of those hidden gems uh who is not very active on social media but truly he's the master shifu of my life uh amazing someone i work with very closely to kind of just process my thoughts process my emotions create my vision help me stay aligned uh so i would say uh, sidra blair and ashlesh these three are the most important teachers who've shaped my life nice and i mean i'm sure you would have learned even their perspectives and you would have put it all together and you know made your version also so yeah. i mean it's also because of them that you know you are where you are today absolutely so absolutely. great amazing amazing i guess this is something like a message that you know a lot of people need to understand that they need somebody who can show a different perspective you know absolutely. it's not only about sitting with yourself and learning on the go it's also about learning from others perspectives so great i mean thank you so much for sharing and you know the reason why we have these talks is because of this you know to get, kind of get different perspectives from different experts and really it has been great to have you as one of the experts on our dvip expert talks you have shared so much information on marketing i have also learned someone something more about this and i'm so excited to you know have this out there for other entrepreneurs fellow coaches and trainers who are looking to actually build their hygienic marketing strategy in building their reputation and so on okay so let's end this thing by saying thank you so much for watching this if you're watching this on the youtube channel subscribe like comment feel free to share your comments on the same what have you learned from this from rajiv and if you're listening to this on my podcast then do follow us for more and also if you want to write you can write to me at info@diasrani.com if you want any other questions to be answered and feel free to share your thoughts thank you so much rajiv it's been amazing and guys if you have not followed rajiv yet please follow him on his social handle social media handles he's there everywhere if you can see the guy he's all over the place and he really shares some great insights on all things related to business so you I'm, know i'm you- i'm visible not just on facebook linkedin instagram i'm also visible on ludo king oh okay my <laughs> uncle was playing ludo king and in between my ad popped up and he looked at me and he showed me the ad oh like, wow mai kya kar raha hai so yeah yeah so yeah i just I just enjoy the process of being everywhere. Okay, I'm going to share the link below then. Awesome. <laughs> okay, thank you so much Rajiv that was great and yes, look forward for more. Bye-bye. Thank you.